Mind Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money and how to save money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a very special couple who are close friends of mine who actually, um, my wife and me with our kids, we actually hosted them at our home in uh, Vancouver, BC, Canada through the website called Couchsurfing. And uh, now we've kept in touch uh, through uh, social media. And now I have the pleasure of interviewing them about their one-year trip around the world. Uh, so the names are Veneta and Chris, and they're actually from uh, Latvia, and uh, they actually traveled around the world, uh, you know, seeing a lot of the different countries in the world, and now they're actually back in Latvia, and we're going to be asking them about their travels, about how they budgeted, and in how uh, it's like now that they came back to Latvia, and also we're going to talk about um, tourism in Latvia in terms of what to see and what to do. Uh, so why don't we get to know you guys a little bit better, if you want to do a quick introduction about yourselves. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm Chris. This is Vinata. Uh, Vinata is really a travel person. I'm more like home person. So it was really interesting for both of us. Yeah. This uh, long trip put him in some challenges in life. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Um. He was actually, he still working the same job as he were working yeah, when he I, was leaving. I got so. uh, eight months vacation. That was <laughs> something interesting. Unusual for yeah. here too. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm a kind of free person. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about, um, you know, um, uh, what made you leave Latvia? Because uh, when we're traveling, uh, you know, we meet a lot of people from Germany or from uh, the Netherlands or from UK, but we don't meet many Latvians or Lithuanians or Estonians. Uh, so tell us about what made you leave Latvia? Because uh, you guys are different than the rest of the Latvians. Uh, what made you leave? Oh, actually, well, it's a little bit my fault, <laughs> like this way, because like he told, he likes to be more like a home person. Yeah. So I like to see world, see the stuff around. So I actually had a long, long time this idea about traveling the world, like to go actually around the world, not just travel the world, but just to go around. So um, in the end, uh, actually, it was long time to get to there, so I finally actually had the chance. So I, I told him, I, you know, I just have the feeling I just want to go, you know, to see the world. Are you into it? <laughs> you can imagine his <laughs> expression, you know, <laughs> speechless. So, but he, he actually could tell about that himself. So, yeah. um, it was interesting since the day when Vinata started to talk about that <laughs> because we we started to plan and uh, save our money long time before so yeah all the flight tickets everything and long evening uh, long evenings and to going through skyscanner and different uh, places to check the flights so and uh, to put up like a plan, 
that it, is it really actually that we can do it, you know, manage but with, you know, in the eight months, counting that, you know, the job thing. Uh, so uh, plus the visas, can we actually get those visas? Because one thing is just to apply, you know, but other thing is that, you know, you could be denied to enter. Yeah. So it can just change a little bit the idea of going around. So, so yeah, until the last day we were not sure this is going to make it. And uh, all that, uh, all our trip around, it wasn't uh, some kind of freestyle or something because we bought all our flight tickets before we left yeah. Latvia. Totally. All so like, we knew the day when we're going to come back. So it was just a specific time in each country. In Asia, it was uh, all these times were shorter because uh, we need visas in some of these countries or permissions. So we we couldn't plan long time to stay in one country. No, we could, but well, we decided to to go like that way. So yeah, plus had to. I did some counting in like errors. Did that could happen? Um, like you know that we don't miss some flights, or if the flights are cancelled, or that we are still in visas and all this. It was like really intense planning so yeah so after we could a bit let go when we actually aboard the plane so yeah yeah i'm curious to know about the route um so you did a lot of planning uh, in terms of saving and then uh, booking all the flights uh tell me about the route uh so when you left latvia uh walk us through all the different countries and continents you visited Oh, that's usually so, so not good. <laughs> uh, there is no long uh, flights from uh, Latvia generally, so we started from Sweden. We started from Sweden. Yeah, uh, we fly to Sweden. Yeah. Then from Sweden to Thailand. Uh, from Thailand to. With the bus to Malaysia. No, there was flight to Malaysia, Vanessa. Uh, memories. Yeah, <laughs> it was a year ago, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia. Uh, in Indonesia, we had uh, some uh, small flights inside country. So, from uh, to Borneo and back. Then was uh, Singapore. Singapore. Uh, from Singapore, we went to Hong Kong. From Hong Kong, Philippines. From Philippines, uh, mm. I think Indonesia. Yeah, back. Yeah, back to Indonesia. From Indonesia to Australia. Did we miss Hong Kong? No. Okay. Uh, to <laughs> Australia. Uh, mm. In Australia, we stayed uh, for longer time, some two and a half months. Then we went to New Zealand. From New Zealand to Hawaii, <laughs> you yeah. can't uh, you miss can't that. Just <laughs> uh, <keep it. laughs> no. Then, uh, then we went to, we flied in a state, United States of America, and and we went straight uh, to Canada, to where we met you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so yeah. Then Norway. So Don't forget to Norway. From, from Canada back to States, yeah. then on other side of the state again to Canada, to Toronto, then back yeah, to where, States again, where, and then to Europe in Norway. We stayed little time with Winneta's sister and her family, and back to Latvia. Basically, in Norway, we were, you know, it was just like back home, pretty much. So, yeah. Awesome. So, out of all those places, you mentioned uh, several different countries in Asia. Uh, then you mentioned Australia, New Zealand. Then you mentioned Canada, the U.S. Uh, uh, what were some of your highlights from uh, from the whole trip in terms of uh, the different countries or cities or even the different sightseeing attractions or the memories? Uh, tell us about some of the highlights from the journey. Like the weirdest stuff? <laughs> like weird stuff. The weirdest too, yes. The, the Hong Kong. Mm. Yeah, Hong Kong was really amazing. That was really big surprise for us. Unexpected. It's uh, it's yeah. so green and there there is it's yeah. such a mountainous place. And we totally lived in a tent. <laughs> Which is like, what the hell? What do you think about the Hong Kong? You know, like a Hong Kong. Like a skyscraper. Like, like you don't think about camping, right? Or like wildlife, which is like a lot of wildlife there. I, I was so amazed. Like, uh, I love the cows there, which were weird, um, like walking free everywhere and eating the grass early morning at your head next next yeah, to your like, tent at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> it, it was it was it actually was fun like and then in evenings you could you wouldn't think that you know in evening when you're uh, it, it they have like a special campsite in hong kong so it's a government thing they uh, provide to everybody campsite you can just go there for free the camp, like in a camp with the tent. tent, just enjoy having a shower there. You don't have to worry about nothing. So um, and um, you just chill out. And in evenings, you know, like early mornings and evenings, animals are more active. So you wouldn't think again that Hong Kong is where you could see actually any wildlife, pretty much. But you know, it was. Wow, um, like uh, one one campsite had a big um, green grass around, like, and it was not like a lot of trees, so it was pretty like empty. So when you walk and it's already dark, it, it, there is no light except your flashlight, let's say. And you walk and you see, you you feel too like there's something moving around you, you know, like. Um, some wildlife is going on, and, and, and you just stir, and it's like a pack of wild boars, for instance, just basically next to you, and then some weird creatures, like sometimes walking in the grass. I never had the chance to actually take a photo of them because it's dark. And uh, if you put the flashlight, so they're just ooh, all running around like crazy, so you don't see them actually. Yeah, that uh, was kind uh, of. Yeah. It was uh, in Hong Kong with a tent. We really improvised because we bought our <laughs> tent just in Malaysia. 
like few days before going to Hong Kong. We didn't know about and the camping. We just we traveled only with hand luggage, so we needed small and uh, imperfect uh, situation, really cheap thing. So we find one, and we stuck it in our bag and just went to Hong Kong, and it was it was better than expected. Yeah. Yeah, we could de definitely say that that's uh, Hong Kong is place where we most probably gonna go again. So we spent there three weeks in the uh, imagine in Hong Kong in a three tent. weeks. So just just like few days, a uh, few times in a week, you just take your uh, backpack, go somewhere to city, buy food, and come back, and, and all other time you can just hike in the mountains, enjoy li wildlife. Uh, some days yeah. we went to city, enjoy Wasn't like... Wasn't that uh, excited to even go, you know, to the, a crowded city park, you know, if you have the, such a wildlife, like, going around you and these hikes, the best hikes ever. Like, yeah. uh, in their uh, government homepage, they have, like, great, like, um, di different, you know, like, um, measurement how to know that hike will be you know you will love it let's say so we went actually for we did some part of the 100 kilometer hike uh it's very long hike considering that's a hong kong 100 kilometer trail like so it was yeah it was the best thing because of the hikes and the wildlife we did really love Hong Kong. And uh, what you can actually say, Hong Kong, Hong Kong is not small. It's big. The place itself is big because from uh, downtown, the place where we uh, lived in a tent, uh, we went uh, like 40 minutes with the uh, metro, then uh, some almost one hour with a bus, then uh, some 40 minutes with a mini bus. And then like half an hour walk till the yeah. till the campsite. <laughs> but not all so, the campsites are like that. So. so it was far from downtown. We just actually we got to know, but we weren't sure how to, you know, like uh, how the camping thing going on. So when we were going on the way, we actually met like some people. We decided they look like uh, hikers. You know, they were going into nature. Definitely, they look totally nature <laughs> so they were hong kongese so we started to talk with them what do where are they going for the hikes and stuff like this and we got to know from them actually uh, where actually is the camping things and stuff like this so we went with them together after the to, to our campsite so it was actually improvisation on the spot pretty much <laughs> so yeah yeah, sounds amazing. I, I was actually in Hong Kong as well uh, with our family earlier this year. We only spent 10 days, not three weeks, and we actually loved Hong Kong. We didn't get to see the side that you did. We were mostly in uh, Simsasui, in Kowloon, and then we went to Hong Kong Disneyland, obviously for the, the kids. We went on the Sampan ride, and we went to the, the all the markets. The food was incredible. And uh, yeah, it's such a unique city. Um, and I, I like the fact that you are mentioning the part of Hong Kong a lot of people don't know about. Most people know like the, you know, like the 
the Hong Kong Island and the, the ferry across the summer ferries and Simsa Sui. But uh, you're mentioning a whole other part, like the hiking and the nature and the, the beauty. So uh, thanks for sharing that aspect of Hong Kong, a very beautiful city. Uh, so I'm curious to know about some of your um, uh, ways that you're able to budget. I, I mentioned, obviously, couch surfing. You mentioned camping. Um, you to do a long trip. You obviously need to save money and then also budget so you don't run out of money and come back broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you save money uh, while you're traveling? Well, like, did you cook a lot or were you eating the street food or what were some of the ways you saved money? Uh, one really important part was because I, I was like counting every day. Yeah, like I, I written down all all our uh, expenses and I was like uh, going like uh, every day counting everything. Yeah, so you have to know. We know uh, that some days we were in pluses, some days in minuses. So <laughs> if we save some money, we could uh, enjoy some uh, attraction. Like in Thailand, we did uh, uh, like a rafting. White water in rafting. White water rafting. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a little bit intense. Every day you needed to count everything, write down. So I still, I still have my small notebook. <laughs> So I can check uh, in every day what what we where we uh, where we been and what we were doing, what we were eating. So everything well, written down. No, I don't think in the beginning. I think we were what did we eat, but in that I mean, it at, was at, just too much. <laughs> at, at least we can say how much every day we spent in a transport or in a food. Yeah. So yeah, uh, other savings we yeah we used the couch surfing. Uh, we in some places we used uh, work away yeah. uh, volunteering volunteering work so it was good uh, in Australia we totally uh, counted like transportation our transportation was hitchhiking uh, by hitchhiking we managed to do more than eight eight thousand kilometers yeah so we did yeah. even the desert part you know like a desert that from part. darwin to brisbane it was it was uh, uh, generally yeah. there is three days drive so and we did it uh almost all that part with the one car with the one guy yeah that was, that <laughs> was, was crazy just, right it was that made actually very fun i mean because you know, especially in some countries, I would definitely more suggest hitchhiking. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people without safety, but um, that's the way you actually see real things. Because yeah. you go with the buses, with other, you miss so much. Uh, we met like so crazy, in a good way, people, you know, like um, they told, oh, you should try this or do this or oh we're going you know to that place or let's just go and enjoy it it was amazing that that was the really cool part yeah, awesome so i'm curious to know about your rough budget because uh you know uh, chris you mentioned you actually covered like every little detail uh, from uh you know snacks to food to accommodation to sightseeing trips uh tours uh buses etc uh, tell us about the rough budget. Uh, I mean, obviously, in Asia, it's probably a lot lower. In Europe, North America, a lot higher. Uh, what is your rough budget per day? Like uh, the, the middle? Average. 
uh, average we had like 27 euros uh, per day on both of us. Mm -hmm. That was pretty rough. So, so <laughs> in, a, in Asia it was really easy. So yeah. it was, there was no problem in Thailand. We, we stayed in a place that's like, uh, like homestay, like uh, for five, six euros per night. Thailand so it so was, cheap. It was super cheap. Uh, in other places, yeah, we went more to the like Western countries, like uh, Australia, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. uh, United States, Canada. It was, yeah, we needed to think more and uh, what we want to do, uh, when we want to do that. And uh, so, but it was generally, it was, it was nice. It was really nice. And uh, so, yeah. Actually, even with that budget, because we were actually counting and uh, taking in mind that how much in minuses we go, uh, how much actually we end up in losses too, something which is impossible pretty much, <laughs> thinking on both of us, like, you know, 27. So, yeah, uh, but uh, we ended up, even in New Zealand, we did manage to do the... Um, cultural um, village thing, you know, when Ex they... Cultural village experience? Yeah, which is actually was, you know, uh, it's pretty expensive thing. Something around 30 euros per person. So it was like more was than two more. days our budget. It was a bit more. It was a bit, it was a bit more. 33 or 35 something. So... So, yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, in, we uh, don't eat everything we see, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Although we, in Asia, we we did actually do that. Don't yeah. do that in Philippines. I'm sorry. I know your Philippines is special for you too, but yeah, we had, don't do we, the street food. <laughs> yeah, we had we no, had little disappointment no. in street food because no. we we really uh, enjoyed street food in uh, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, even some things in Hong Kong. But uh, maybe better know in uh, Philippines, or we just uh, didn't know the best places. Yeah, we. So just, yeah. You know, in in Thailand or places like that, you you walk, and I mean, pretty much you you see the a lot of people there. Let's say you know I'm going there. It's good stuff. In Philippines, we did. Sorry, in Philippines we did actually the same. I was. I'm challenging usually with the food. The more suspicious kind of way it is, I'm more in. But in Philippines, it didn't work out because we went the, to the first style I saw. I thought, ooh, uh, the guy is giving some sort of soup there. Um, I ended up, I got scared actually, man, because in my soup was some sort of a like, I bet, I think, I hope it was the pork skin, but it had the hair on it. It was totally in hair, so it was... <laughs> no, just don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but that was in Ma Manila. So, uh, in other places, we went around, and uh, there is not so much, like, uh, street food, there is more like uh, something like half inside.
So there's like small cafes or places where you can sit and eat and there is a lot of local people and there is good food. Yeah, so, we love food actually. Yeah, like, food was good but not yeah. not like, uh, not like somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah, uh, what else? So, ah, interesting thing, uh, in our trip we catch the two typhoons. Oh yeah. Uh, one in a Hong <laughs> Kong in a tent. <laughs> Uh, other yeah. in other in Philippines, we stuck uh, like one week in the mountains. We couldn't get uh, down from mountains yeah. because there was like landslides and uh, closed bad. roads. So we really stuck. There was really cold, really rainy weather. Some people yeah. died uh, in that moment too. So we actually decided to not. Doesn't matter how much time it will take. We're not gonna move from up the mountains because, um, you know, that place is uh, the place where even the bus it just don't go in the night. The bus don't go from that mountain yeah, in the night is, because it's dangerous. So the is crazy, typhoon is just not there is crazy narrow uh, mountain roads. Uh, so yeah, it was. You know, I know, I. I know you know the Segada and going even more up to Segada. Um, so yeah, so we were around there. So you can, I think you can imagine uh, that. You know, it's not the best to just try to in a typhoon go down then down. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some amazing uh, experiences. You know, I am glad you're sharing both. Uh, not only the good stuff, but the bad stuff because uh, sometimes on social media you'll see. Uh, you know, the travelers, they are drinking the mojitos on the beach, they are posing with the monuments, but you don't hear about those difficult, uh, you know, uh, uh, parts of the travel. So thanks for sharing those as well. Um, so I'm curious to know about the reintegration. You're actually back in Latvia, where you're from, and your travels are over for the time being. Uh, so tell us about the journey back. How has it been in terms of the mentally, emotionally, spiritually, holistically? What are the, some of the challenges of reintegrating? I think, well, for him, it was more, in that point, it's maybe like, easier. Uh, well, we, we came back and like one week later, I needed to go to work, the job. So just it's like in. just straight back into daily routine. Yeah, but, uh, you know, when we left, uh, you know, we were renting an apartment and we pretty much, you know, we gave that on an apartment and we... You know, we, at some point, we left everything behind. I left pretty much totally behind. Uh, for me, that was a struggle to come back, you know, when he went the week, the next week, you know, to the job. I still, I had to manage and think to find an apartment, you know, to put everything back in, you know, like sort of a order, a daily life. And uh, yeah, and then found myself a new job. I was willing, I wanted to start some, you know, to start new and to get good with my health. I had a small surgery too. So everything went a little bit funky after I came back. So yeah, but um, we have an apartment. <laughs> we both now have a job. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we So we can a little bit uh, save for our next Mm, someday. <laughs> someday. <laughs> someday. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, I'm curious about your vision for it. So now you're based in Latvia, you're both working. So what are your plans? Are you doing more smaller trips in Latvia or in Europe? Or are you planning for your next big trip uh, to Africa or South America or uh, maybe to Antarctica? What is your vision? What is your goals for the future? Well, I like like now it's uh for me it's most probably not gonna I, I i i'm not gonna make again like really big vacation so if we're gonna make big three so most probably i got i'm gonna leave my job because uh like it's, it's too hard people will not understand that like every year <laughs> i'm going somewhere <laughs> so uh, too much yeah <laughs> right now it's uh like for us it's like calm period like uh, i had like small vacations and we just spend like rest and going like, in latvia somewhere around yeah. or a small trip to estonia not uh, nothing too latvia, far, Lit yeah. latvia estonia lithuania yeah. so like somewhere around here but yeah, we have in mind something bigger. We not to definitely have something. I didn't know myself. <laughs> some bigger no, plans it's, uh, for, in future. Yeah, it's for it's really far future. You know already, and I know you will gonna do that too to Antarctica. So I'm curious. I I hope you will, and I'm pretty sure you will do it first. So I I would like to know something too, but that's for <laughs> for far really future because it's it's a it's pretty expensive thing so yeah it's not that cheap yeah so currently i've been to 68 countries on six continents and the only continent missing is antarctica and uh as a travel blogger uh, some of the companies uh, who go to antarctica actually sponsor bloggers to write about the trips and promote the trip so i'm actually um in the process of looking for a sponsor because like you said it is actually very expensive uh, to go from uh, Ushuaia, which is the southernmost uh, tip of South America, uh, to go by uh, cruise and then spend maybe a week there or 10 days there and then come back. So, yeah, there's definitely a high on my bucket list. You know, I think it's number one uh, that I must do so I can actually say it. I've been to every continent in the world. <laughs> so, well, let's see how it goes. Who will be first? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Curious about Latvia. Um, actually, out of the 68 countries, I did a I did a lot of Western Europe. Um, I even did uh, Scandinavia. I went to uh, Denmark and Sweden and Finland and Norway. But I missed La I missed the whole uh, you know Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia uh, area. Uh, so I definitely want to go there. Uh, yes. for, and I, I think a lot of people a lot of people who come to Europe they don't even know they don't even think of that as a major tourist hub. Uh, so I'm curious to know about those countries, uh, the small little mini countries. Uh, tell us about Latvia because you're from there. What is the main reason to come there? What is the main sightseeing attractions and tourism destinations there? Actually, the Baltic states, I, I don't know maybe about that much about Estonian and uh, Lithuanian tourism, but I can tell that in Latvia, the tourism is booming. You know, it's um, a lot of people start to get to know what actually is Latvia. <laughs> actually, it's a country that's not a food or something, whatever, but uh, it is a country. And people in Latvia, there are Latvians, not like, you know, from, I don't know, somewhere. And they do actually have their own language. They do speak Latvian, but we do know Russian and other languages. So, 
so yeah, a lot of yeah Chinese are coming too. Uh, different people are coming. So and uh, uh, speaking from our experience by hosting couch surfers, so we can say that uh, if you are in a hurry, you can manage all three countries like yeah. spending like few days in each country and it's gonna be like uh, uh, it's gonna be packed but you're gonna cover all main things so and we have like uh, already arranged the uh, uh, people who me who we met in uh, Toronto they hosted us so they're gonna come in September to Latvia so they're gonna spend <laughs> here three days yeah so yeah three days here so we're gonna uh, really try to show them as much as possible yeah we'll be pretty fast yeah <laughs> so and uh, but tourism I, in Latvia yes that's what I wanted to tell actually how the things going on uh, we have a ferries coming not not the regular ferry which is coming uh, from ships. Sweden but yeah more like cruise ships, ships from a um, couple of years ago already they're starting to come from germany and what with what i was surprised that um uh there was a like a big cruise ship who was actually going around the world and in the, in the end they decided to change from stopping into africa actually like the stuff they had supposed to be the stuff in africa but they, they changed the road and they put the Riga, you know, in their, um, you know, stop place. So that was surprising. And you can imagine, like, a lot of people uh, in the old town, and there's a lot of people. And uh, from Germany, there is this uh, cruise ship, too. And, uh, and a lot of Chinese are actually coming. And some uh, had moved here, even. So... We are getting uh, famous, you know. <laughs> a really, really yeah. unique uh, thing about that these cruise ships is, is that they came, uh, they come in Baltic Sea, and like every day you can, uh, every morning you can wake up in your cruise ship in a new capital. So it's like one day Lithuania, uh, then Latvia, then Estonia, then you go to Finland, then you go to Sweden. It's like every day in the new, 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 new capital of the country. They don't stop that many people, by the way. I don't know, <laughs> but so yeah, you in can the in in so few days you can cover a lot of countries. So it's yeah, and uh, most of the countries around Baltic Sea, their capitals are uh, next to the sea, so you can just cruise ship just comes. In Riga, like uh, port is in middle of uh, city, so it's yeah, actually next to the old town. You yeah. can just walk. It's like so. uh, <laughs> ten minutes walk from your ship to old town. So, Twenty minutes. Okay. Twenty. So yeah, but um, like tourism in Latvia, we don't have uh, mountains. We don't have something big uh, or impressive uh, but we have a lot of different like uh, things to show in the nature and we are really green country yeah. and you're gonna see that like 70 something percent are covered with forest Latvia so you go with a car out of the Riga and there is forest 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 everywhere 
We have we have a really long beaches yeah. here. White sandy beaches. White sandy beaches. Some with uh, the rocks. So yeah, we have we don't have a really mountainous rivers or something to some extreme sport. But we we try we trying to do something and figure things out to make make funny things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, something else? It's beautiful. Yeah. That's why we actually love camping. We mm. do love it. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. I know uh when when I met you guys in Vancouver, uh, you guys uh, cooked us a delicious uh, meal, uh, the pink soup, and also uh, you, tol you told me about this festival, uh, the famous festival. So maybe you can share about the famous foods and also about the famous festivals in Latvia. Um, you mean more like music or traditional? Traditional. Like, uh, yeah, we have the... You mean summer festival? So uh, Generally, uh, in this region, all of the countries have some kind of uh, midsummer festival. But for us, it's really big celebration. We have two extra like holidays at that period for drinking. Uh, actually, so, and basically, <laughs> all that all that all that festival is about uh, it is about drinking. beer, uh, yes, cheese, uh, meat, like uh, grilling. Like uh, grilled meat, uh, woman, which uh, is part woman, of it. Okay, it, and, is, uh, it is part of it. And the fire, uh, fire is from older times because it's uh, it's the shortest night of the year for us. It's here like five hours night at that time. So and in older times, people were were burning different things like uh, big fireplaces or uh, like fire. In the end of the long, uh, like pool, like oh, pool. Oh. on the end of the pool, like made, they made a fire from uh, from the end of the one day until the next morning. So it's like uh, in what at that time you needed to connect with the light two days. Well, it's a paganic actually ritual. So when I told you. Um, you know, like it's pretty much like beer, fire, and woman, which is pretty true because the festival idea to well, it's hard actually a little bit explain, but at some point the idea is to you know usually it's uh, used to say in a festival you you know you are um, you're going to go to look for the 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 flower of the Fern, the fern, the ferns don't have flower, right? They don't have it. The idea is to, you know, that people, they say, we're going to look for the fern, you know, and uh, it's referred to go, you know. So, uh, <laughs> so to look for fern uh, flower, usually are going young, young, young couples. Somewhere in nature, so. It's just the thing you usually say to the children. Um, so they actually think that the ferns have a flower, but yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's a celebrating of, uh, you know, like, um, yeah, changing of the, uh, yeah, 
and part of its uh, fertility too, I think. I don't know how to explain. So it's kind of uh, pagan, I think. Uh, another big, uh, like, it's uh, more like modern days, like uh, it's a little bit more than 100 years. We have a singing dancing festival. Uh, actually, next year gonna be a really big one because next year Latvia is celebrating 100 years. Uh, and there's gonna be next summer really, really big uh, singing dancing festival. It's every four. Every four every years. Every four years only. So. Uh, so it's like thousands and thousands of people uh, from all over the country will go, uh, will come to capital. So at that time, like one week in capital, in on all of the streets, you're gonna see like people dressed in a in National, traditional like, uh, like costumes. So it's it's interesting period. Yeah. So all but only the best ones actually get there. So it it, it still looks like that. Oh, all the Lavia had came to Riga, like all like totally all of which is not. So many people, like around two million people. So yeah, but only the best ones get there, and uh, it's a pretty there big goal for many people. So like all all four years, people are uh, like uh, preparing for that event, and they have regional regional like uh, contest to win to win the option to go that uh, yeah. festival. So yeah. That's that's big thing for us, singing and dancing. Yeah. Awesome, you know, you're definitely very inspiring. Uh, makes me want to come there and visit. I definitely want to do a lot more of Eastern Europe. I'm missing those off of my list. Uh, so, uh, you know, if people wanted to connect with you, I know you have a website and uh, social media. Uh, how can they connect with you if they have questions about your big trip around the world, about travel to Latvia or anything else? I, I think the best is Facebook thing. Yeah, definitely. So, Facebook? Yeah. You can, uh, no, I think you can share our uh, like Facebook account like yeah, uh, that's, links. That's so that's not a problem. Yeah, yeah link yeah. below. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that would be the best option. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, uh, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll actually put them below uh, so you can connect with Vinetta and Chris on there. I actually have the link to the website too where they're travel blogging about their uh, trip around the world. And, uh, you know, uh, if you're listening to this on, uh, on iTunes, on audio, they'll be on the show notes. So uh, great to connect with you guys again. Uh, thank you for your time and thank you for sharing about your trip um, and also about uh, tourism in Latvia. Thanks again. Come and see Latvia. <laughs> It's a beautiful country. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode uh, where we covered, uh, you know, a trip around the world. So you can see uh, these guys, they actually saved a lot and they were able to do in a budget things like hitchhiking, camping, couchsurfing, and then, uh, you know, having that daily budget. So definitely ask them, uh, you know, how they did it and uh, what advice they would give, etc. They're very friendly and open and willing to share. And, uh, you know, thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode and make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. That helps us out and share the videos. And also if you're on iTunes, uh, make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating review. You can actually listen to it 
from anywhere around the world, from the comfort of your uh, home or uh, from the comfort of your car or while you're working out, etc. And uh, lastly, we actually uh, we're active on Facebook. Uh, you can join our group. It's called Digital Nomad Mastery uh, Community, where you can engage with other travelers, other digital nomads. Um, other internet marketers, other uh, people who are traveling uh, regularly, and you can ask questions and get advice and uh, share stories. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery with our guests, Chris and Veneta, who are joining us live on location from uh, Latvia in Europe. So thanks everyone, we'll see you in the next episode. Happy travels. <laughs>